0: the left show is not intended for youngsters it's not intended for the sensitive it's certainly not intended for right-wingers use your own discretion awful sweary welcome to the ponderosa my friends for an evening of songs and stories about the american west you know who the best looking person sitting up there was who was it with the cowboy hat no J.M. bell J.M. Bell. I don't know who that is. He hosts a podcast. <laughs> well, he, he was good looking. You pompous, stuck up snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-faced, dickhead, asshole! You're listening to the world's greatest political podcast, The Left Show. My name's Jeff. I'm joined today... By Taylor. Hello. And Tiffany. Hi. Uh, JC is off wearing a skirt at church. (laughs) He is. Yeah. One of these days, I just have to go and do it. Yeah, you should. But it's it's bagpipes in a church. I can take bagpipes outside.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you put
0: them inside. And sometimes they are quite piercing sure i wonder i wonder how many apple watches go off and let you know that the concert you're at's a little too loud
2: i get that on my scooter every single time i'm on it do you yeah and then some like throughout the week it'll just tell me like you know you've had too much loud this week and that's not great oh it's like calm down don't don't be so naggy
0: it's like it's, it's like a mom to a kid on the spectrum yeah, you've had a lot of loud this week, buddy. You're just gonna like, need to just, just have some quiet time. Have
1: some quiet time, yeah. Yeah.
0: Do I, you do you wear um, earplugs yet? For what? When you're riding? No. There's the commercial ones, the ones that guys that do construction wear. I wear those when I'm on a motorcycle. It takes about sixty percent of the wind noise out, and and makes the ride. So much less tiring.
2: I don't really hear my, like, I can hear it, but, like, I have a helmet that covers my whole head. Yeah. And also, like, my watch can hear more than I can. Yeah. Like, because it's there.
0: Okay. So you just, you don't feel it when you're off?
2: No, not really. It could
0: be top speeds as well. Because when I'm doing 70, 80, Mm -hmm. it's awful windy. And you know what? When I think back to it, I did have a three-quarter helmet at the time. I've got a I got a full face now. Mhm. Uh, that just sits in the garage and doesn't ever get used. But uh Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Think about
2: it. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm really fine. My
0: favorite was when I got my first set of earplugs um that were had headphones. Mhm. And so they they fit in there like those but they had tiny little little things in them and i could just listen to my tunes while i rode yeah and it was crystal clear which was nice
2: i i do the one he, one air pod okay so i could listen to some music but not two. no that's not safe it's not safe no
1: isn't it illegal
0: no no
2: it's just not smart it's, i feel I like it's, it's illegal kind of illegal. to drive with headphones on yeah driving with yeah. Headphones. yeah for
0: sure yeah you're not supposed to do that but yeah, it was. I I was working for a, a, an older gentleman who uh, rode touring bikes, um, BMWs and the like, and we, he, we were on our way to uh, an event, and he just saw me, you know, kitting up and putting my helmet on, and he's like, "Do you use earplugs?" And I said, "No," and he's like, "You should," and I said. Okay. And so he gave me a pair. Mm-hmm. And it was just the smoothest fucking ride I had ever had in my life. Because I had always had three-quarter helmets. Mm. You know, I, I, my the full face is brand new to my riding. But, I don't know. I've gone off on a tangent. I apologize. Uh, I'm trying to avoid the news this week.
1: Yeah. News is heavy. Lots of heavy stuff this week. Lots
0: of heavy stuff. Um, the first uh, piece being... And this one uh, threw a little bit of a sting since I just did the rewatch of Studio 60, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, Matthew Perry, uh, star of Friends, uh, is dead at 54, um, apparent drowning uh, in his hot tub. Um, Yeah, according to coroner's records, he was found dead at his Los Angeles home. An investigation into how he died is ongoing, and it may take weeks before cause of death is determined. Uh, his body was found in a hot tub at his home. Um, um, TMZ was the first to report the news. Uh, the LAPD told the AP on Saturday <laughs> that officers had gone to that block for a death investigation of a male in his fifties. He was fifty-four. That's JC's age.
1: Yeah. Oh, so young.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> or old. It depends on who you're talking to <laughs> and whether or not you're trying to make him cry.
2: I read his book this year. Was it good? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, one of the reasons that he got sober, like, at the, the last time is because the the opiates just didn't do anything for him anymore. he was taking so much that they just stopped doing anything for him. And it's like, okay. So, like, he got clean because... He wasn't doing anything. Nothing. Because wow. he was taking so much all the time. Jeez. So, he just didn't feel high anymore.
0: Well... Whatever motivates you to sober, I guess, is. Good. I fucking
2: guess.
1: I loved him in Studio 60 way more than Friends.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not that big a Friends fan. I'm not either. Me my, either. My kids went through a phase where that that was all they watched yep. for about a year. Same. Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it did. It happened here a couple mm-hmm. years back. It did. That was. It's just you know it was a fine show to walk into the room while it was on and mm-hmm. not need any more than you got. <laughs> Yeah. Not get not get sucked in, but uh, I certainly didn't mind the times I did stop and watch for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this just sucks. This is just sad. Um, I mean, how often do you say to yourself, "Jesus Christ, I hope it was a heart attack"?
2: It definitely mm-hmm. was. I feel like it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe he fucked himself up with too many pills over the years.
2: What was that was our fan? Oh.
0: That's gr That's weird. Um. Mike Pence dropped out of the 2024 presidential uh, race just a couple days ago. This is not my time, he said so drolly. No one heard him.
2: Uh, I did see somebody make a joke saying, I think he should carry this to full term.
0: Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, Mike Pence dropping out of the 2024 Republican presidential race uh, on Saturday saying, it's uh, become clear to me this is not my time. Which is funny because didn't God tell him earlier? Yeah.
1: Yeah. that it was. That it was this time. Yeah, yeah.
0: So is God fallible, or is Mike Pence hallucinating voices? I
1: think he just realized he wasn't going to make it to the debate and needed to drop out now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Pence, who was Donald Trump's vice president, struggled with fundraising and in polls throughout his campaign. He would have had trouble qualifying for the third Republican. I'm going to put this in quotes: debate <laughs> on November eighth in Miami. Um, as supporters cheered, Pence told the Las Vegas Forum that while he is leaving the presidential race, quote, I will never leave the fight for conservative values, end quote, leaving out the except for when I served four years for Donald Trump and didn't really seem to give a shit about conservative values. He did not endorse anybody on his way out the door. Good.
2: Who cares? To which
0: everybody else was like, oh, thank God.
2: <laughs> 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 Going down.
0: Yep. Yep, yeah, Trump supporters in Las Vegas late Saturday uh, thought that Pence should endorse him because you know, or Trump told supporters in Las Vegas on Saturday that Pence should endorse him because I made him vice president. Former president added that he doubted he would get Pence's support because quote people in politics are very disloyal and oh my God, yeah, this is the guy that's pretending not to know any of his lawyers for the last <laughs> three years and is probably next week going to throw his children under a bus. Yeah. Oh. Because it's it's I think it's November fourth, fifth, and sixth. It goes Eric, then Junior, and then uh, and then uh, Ivanka.
2: Ivanka. Also let's just, you know, so disloyal that you wanted your supporters to kill him.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, the other candidates, Nikki Haley, said we all owe him a debt of gratitude. But For apparently what? that's the question. Apparently did not expound on that at all. Uh Tim Scott. The 50-year-old virgin said on social media um, that uh, Pence is, quote, a prayer partner, a friend, and a man of integrity and deep conviction, end quote, leaving out the, except for the four years he served as Donald Trump's vice president. Uh, Scott also finished, the Republican Party is stronger today. I have no doubt Mike and Karen will continue to serve this nation and honor the Lord in all they. Okay. Are they honoring the Lord? Are they? No. By, by propping up it for four years and beyond? It's gross. It's quite gross. It is. Um, Chief, Ex-Chief of Staff Mark Meadows has been granted immunity, telling the special counsel that he warned Trump about the 2020 claims About uh, the election being fraudulent. But there he is with an immunity deal. And you don't, as a prosecutor, give immunity deals to people with nothing to say. With with little information. You give immunity deals to people that are going to help nail your case down. The problem is, much like, well, okay, so the, the United States first case against John Gotti (laughs) <laughs> you fell asleep, and I had yeah. to watch that whole fucking show by myself, by the way. Did you watch way. it? All oh, of it, until watched. two in the morning. I'm like, I can't stop watching this goddamn Gotti documentary. Oh my gosh.
2: My friend was brought him up the other day. I'm like, don't you mean Tom got ya? <laughs> and then I just sat there like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever said.
0: It's good, I like it. It made me laugh. But yeah, so the first one was uh, it was all based on testimony. And it was the testimony of mafia thugs, you know, and murderers and, and, you know, RICO statue violators. And so it fell apart and he got off. You know, and that's sort of what all of these prosecutors are having to deal with when they bring in witnesses is those witnesses are, for the most part, either indicted or unindicted Mm co-conspirators in what they're going after Trump for. And so, yeah, they got Meadows to talk, but Meadows lied, then put out a book with a bunch of truths in it. Right. Then cut himself off at the knees and threw himself under a bus. Yeah. After the book came out, bending over backwards to not piss off Donald Trump. You know. So he's trustworthy. Yeah. For a Republican. Under oath. For a Republican. Then he supplied the January 6th committee. With all of the texts and emails and everything that they asked for, and then he refused to testify. You know, mm-hmm. and so he's back and forth. He's an absolute. He's an absolute. Just fucking flip flop. You know, he's basically the Mitt Romney of crime, <laughs> and and now he's got immunity. Who knows what he's going to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to use that power for good, for evil, or for something fucked up we haven't been able to imagine yet? I'm sure that will be it. The fucked up? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm going for, too. Um, Sources said that uh, Meadows informed Smith's team uh, that he repeatedly told Trump in the weeks after 2020, um, the 2020 presidential election, that the allegations of significant voting fraud coming from them uh, were baseless. A striking break from Trump's prolific rhetoric. Regarding the election, according to sources, Meadows also told federal investigators Trump was being dishonest with the public when he first claimed to have won the election only hours after polls closed on November third, twenty twenty, before final results were in. Obviously, we didn't win. "End quote," a source quoted Meadows as telling Smith's team in hindsight. Um, yeah, Trump has called Meadows one of the president's former closest and highest-ranking aides uh, in the White House. Uh, he's called him a special friend. And a great chief of staff, as good as it gets, what's the countdown to Trump not knowing who he is? Because he's done that with most of his lawyers so far.
2: Just going to pretend that he doesn't, like, we aren't that close. Yeah. We've never been that close. Probably spent like five minutes with this guy.
0: It's bad. Jenna Ellis is the latest of the Trump lawyers to plead guilty over efforts to overturn the Georgia election. A um, prominent conservative figure, Jenna Ellis, pleaded guilty Tuesday to a felony charge over efforts to overturn the election loss in Georgia, tearfully telling the judge she looks back on that time with deep remorse. Ellis, the fourth defendant in the case to enter into a plea deal with prosecutors, was a vocal part of Trump's reelection campaign in the last cycle uh, and was charged alongside the Republican former president and 17 others with violating the state's anti-racketeering law. Ellis pleaded guilty to one felony of aiding and abetting false statements and writings. She'd been facing charges of violating Georgia's uh, Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act uh, and soliciting the violation of oath by a public officer. Both felonies. So she got up and she started to cry and she said something akin to, if I had known then what I know now, and it's like, it's Donald Trump. You yeah. knew then.
1: <laughs> if I had only researched and read... Anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. She got off easy. She got $5,000 fine. Yep. A hundred hours of community service and something else.
0: It's just nuts.
2: What did they expect? What did anybody expect? Like, that they weren't going to get caught for anything?
0: I think so. I think they thought he'd go back in, that he'd, that he'd reclaim the White House, at least before election day, before November 3rd, and that anything they did would be fine. And then after, I just must be some sort of insane right-wing inertia that causes you to behave like this and think you're going to get away with it, mm-hmm. that that what we're going to overturn they honestly believe we're going to overturn the election and hand it back to the dude who lost by 7 million fucking votes I mean you're right I mean it is the question what the fuck was the motivation because everything else comes across as insane Mm -hmm. absolutely insane All right, uh, we're coming up against the first break when we get back on the other side uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, using your words (laughs) Hey folks, Jeff here.
2: And Taylor. And Tiffany.
0: I just wanted to talk to you for a second about Patreon. At Patreon, you get special content every week that we record. We do a show on Patreon just for you, the listener. Now, what do we get in exchange for that? Cash money.
2: (laughs) We're not rappers. I don't know what to do that. (laughs) Cash money. Money rules everything around us
0: it really does <laughs> it absolutely does including the cost to host these shows that's all this pays for we don't do anything else fun with it because we still don't make enough in Patreon to cover the cost of hosting the show mm-hmm. so why don't you join us it's a lot of fun we're a little more inappropriate we're a little more ribald. we're a little more risible
1: sometimes we're a little more high yes definitely more high
0: definitely more high so join us over at Patreon.com slash D-F-E-N Media Patreon.com D-E-F-E-N Media
2: still listening to The Left Show. All right, then. Here's some more of that, I suppose.
0: So Republicans are having just a hell of a week. And I can't figure out if I am shocked and dismayed or if I am just resigned to it being more awful than anybody in the media is is thinking with this Mike Johnson guy. Mm-hmm. He is a zealot. Mm-hmm. He is a biblical literalist. Mm-hmm. He believes that everything in the Gospels is true, except the Gospel part. Mm-hmm. That's what these, uh, these prosperity Gospel fuckers do, is they study throughout the Old Testament, and then parts of the New Testament that don't involve Jesus saying, being nice to people, feed your friends, be cool to immigrants, that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all of the things he didn't say about abortion that he didn't say, uh, you know, about homosexuality, those parts, those they ignore everything Mm -hmm. else. They're like literally happened. Literal snake handing out apples in a literal garden with a wall around it with two people on the whole fucking planet. (laughs) Literally. Okay, crazy person. (laughs) Nut job. I'm trying really hard not to Chandler Bing my talking right now, and Mm -hmm. I'm. Really fighting it. Are you? Could I be any I hate more?
2: that so much. Literal.
0: I, I know, I do too. I thought that
2: was the most annoying thing in the world. <laughs> like, okay, we get it.
0: Yep. So what you're asking is could it be no,
2: absolutely. any more annoying? <laughs> Wasn't asking at all. <laughs> I was flat out saying
0: I hate this. So Republicans the Emmer, what was it Tom Emmer? Oh my god, it's my favorite thing in the world. They're like, Okay, we nominate Emmer. And the guy that nominated Emmer
2: did it as a joke.
0: Because he hates Emmer.
2: That's lie, yeah. And it's so I think it's the worst job in the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Tom Emmer. Yeah. And it's like, fuck yeah. Ken Buck.
0: Because the face the face oh, Yeah, it was Ken Buck. Yeah. It, with the face on the on the on the, the news person. We're like, so you know, it's you, so you support Tom Emmer? No! I hate the guy. And she's like, What?
2: And so let's get this straight. You nominated him because you don't like him. He's like, well, it's the worst job in the world. Like, and I'm just like, this is so good.
0: So 15 or 16 minutes later, Emmer's like, oh, wait, I don't want this. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. And then they did. And we got Mike Johnson. Thanks a lot, Emmer. Because Jim Jordan was too much for moderate Republicans. Too much MAGA old Jim Jordan. Mm. And so they got a guy who's honestly more MAGA, yeah. took more of a part in the 2020 election uh, problems, You know, was one of the architects of January 6th, mm-hmm. and they voted this guy in because they were tired? What do you got, Republicans? That's, what, 12, 12 Republicans in Biden, Biden voting districts? that just had entire campaigns written about them. And we're going to talk about Mike Johnson a little bit, but we're kind of going to go into procedure just a little bit, too. Um, But yeah, uh, Tom Emmer faced opposition from Donald Trump and some of the more insane GOP lawmakers. Um, Whereas uh, Mike Johnson, Louisiana, lower-ranked member of the House GOP leadership team, becomes the fourth Republican nominee after Emmer and others. Uh, fell short in what became an almost absurd cycle of political infighting since Kevin McCarthy's ouster as GOP factions jockey for power. So we are less than what about 3 weeks away from a government shutdown again. Mm-hmm. Uh because they only did a 45 day CR. Um we are uh we've got uh, the Hamas versus Israel going on in the Middle East right now. Mm-hmm. We still have Russia versus Ukraine going on mm-hmm. in Europe right now. Um all of these very serious problems and for three fucking weeks the Republicans have basically been kicking themselves in the in the sack and 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 blaming Democrats for it yes I just punched myself in the dick damn dirty Democrats Is that, I mean if that's that seems pretty accurate
2: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so um, Yeah, far-right members wouldn't accept a more traditional speaker, and moderate conservatives didn't want a hardliner, so they got a hardliner anyway. So let's talk a little bit about about our new Speaker of the House. (sighs)
2: Um,
0: The new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, has touted some extremely controversial opinions as a member of the far-right House Freedom Caucus, but a few as unsavory as his apparent hatred for a woman's right to choose... Sizing a woman's worth up is her ability to create more workers for American businesses. In a clip that surfaced Tuesday, Mike Johnson, Republican Speaker of the House, put the onus of Republican cuts to essential programs on unborn children, claiming that if American women were producing more bodies to churn the economy, then Republicans wouldn't have to cut essential social programs like Medicare and Medicaid. Never mind that the truth is That it was the Bush tax cuts back in the day and the additional Trump tax cuts that have caused the problem with revenue in the United States. That is it. We got the Trump tax cuts, which for two years lowered everybody's taxes. And then every two years after that, everybody making less than $100,000 gets their taxes raised. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was a Republican plan. And that was Trump signed off on it. Everybody on the right was for it. And then everybody just last year was like, why the fuck did my taxes go up? And it's like, where have you been sleeping for the last three years? For Christ's sake, you fucking idiots. Um, Yeah. He wants women to bring more able-bodied workers into the world.
2: Hates women, loves capitalism. Yeah. That's all.
0: Yeah. Likes dead poor people. Yeah. Likes dead old people.
2: Generational poverty, man.
0: Really digs you know, people starving and is probably a big fan of homelessness, too. Probably. Yeah. Um, Johnson has uh, co-sponsored at least three bills hoping to ban abortion at a nationwide level, uh, including the Pain-Capable Unborn Child Protection Act, um, the protecting pain capable unborn children from late term abortions act, no which such, is made no such up thing. and the heartbeat protection act of 2021, which sounds like he likes hair rock from the eighties.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, wants all of them to have penalties of up to five years in prison for physicians who uh, perform abortions.
2: It's disgusting.
0: He's very terrifying. That's um,
1: so why we have no new OBGYNs coming into red
0: states.
2: Yeah, and they're all
1: leaving. There's shortage. Yeah, it's, it's scary what's
0: happening. I can see it. I'm looking at this picture. He's he's s- evil, sinister. Yeah, yeah. He he is like somebody put a normal guy mask on a fucking cartoon supervillain. Yes. You know, and you can kind of see it leaking like a yeah. Red Skull from the first Captain America movie. Just a little bit, a little bit under the eye. Ew. Um, So, yeah, uh, on Wednesday, CNN reported on Johnson's extensive history of editorials, amicus briefs, and legislation to undermine marriage equality, including drafting what some have called a national version of Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill in 2022, uh, the breadcrumbs of Johnson's homophobia go much deeper than had previously been reported. The New Republic has learned that as early as 2003 Johnson was attacking LGBTQ rights in individuals. At the time Johnson was a key advocate against marriage equality as a lawyer for the Alliance Defending Freedom. I remember those fuckers. Um, which the Southern Poverty Law Center has uh, deemed an hate group. Because they were. I remember them. They were fucking everywhere 2004 was a rough fucking election because it was all the homos want to marry and the whole world is going to come down and then we got it for a few minutes and nothing bad happened and then it went away for a few minutes and then it came back again and still nothing bad has happened western civilization is still fucking functioning in all of its dysfunctional forms you know marriage equality hurt no one no one you know, except for probably tender hearted divorcees at this point, you know, just the, the the regular kind of termination sort of. Do you need me to stop?
1: No. OK.
0: Where are you going?
1: I just saw that Taylor's freezing.
2: It's oh. so cold. Oh. But that's um, because I was on my scooter driving yeah, so here gonna, and it's cold I'm outside. i going go change
1: the air and turn the fan down or something. Yeah, just turn the fan off. Sorry. No, I'm so
2: cold today. No, no, no. We're good. It gets really cold in
0: here. It does get very cold in here.
1: Apparently, it was um, really cold
0: last night. <laughs> in 2004, Johnson defended Louisiana's proposed statewide ban on same-sex marriage in the courts, went so far as to use a derogatory term for opposing counsel. Um, I can guess what it is, and I don't think I want to say it. Don't say it. Yep, Johnson directly called John Rawls, an attorney advocating for marriage equality and homosexual, while awaiting a court decision on the ban. Rawls was so upset by Johnson's remark, uh, he charged the future House Speaker, according to reports in the Times, Picayune, uh, I am not a homosexual. I am a gay man. No one calls me the H word.
2: I don't understand that one. But OK. Yeah. I'm just on his side. But
0: okay, ah, I'm on his side, too. Um the following year, in 2005, Johnson defended so-called Day of Truth, in which far-right Christian organizations organized students to protest same-sex marriage as an attack on religious liberty. Shut up. Uh, at Harvard, pamphlets were handed out decrying gay love as sinful and evil. Quote, if the other side is going to advance their point of view, it's only fair for the Christian perspective to present their view, too. Yeah, it is. It is. That's how this whole, you know, Constitution shit works. For, mm-hmm. They get to say what they want. Unless it's, you know, defamatory. So, anyway, uh, a decade later, 2014, Johnson, uh, who calls Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett a friend, was again defending another statewide ban on gay marriage in Louisiana before the courts. In a 2020 interview with New Yorker's Isaac Schotnier, Johnson argued that the issue of marriage equality is one of states' rights. Shut up.
2: He focuses a lot on gay people.
0: He is spending a lot of time thinking about that and thinking about gay folks having the sex.
2: I mean, there is a rumor about a male prostitute right now.
0: There is. There is. But I'm still, I, you know, and as much as that would make me smile in, in, a, in a rueful, yeah, like I'm not surprised kind of way, I'm still waiting for the ones from Lindsey Graham's mm-hmm. outing You know, to actually speak up because I find it completely plausible that Lindsey Graham is what they say that he is. Yeah,
2: he is. I do,
0: too. You know, and
2: there's nothing wrong with it except for what you're doing.
0: Yeah. The only thing wrong with it is that you're pretending that you're not and you're punishing people that are. Yeah. You know, that's wrong. You know, That's wrong. So. (sighs) This is nuts. During the vote that elected Johnson as Speaker, Representative Angie Craig had a special message for her partner as she voted for Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. Happy anniversary to my wife, she said, drawing a standing ovation from Democrats. Ostensibly a jab at Johnson's long history as a career homophobe. Only Representative Matt Gates stood and applauded on the Republican side of the aisle. That's probably because he was thinking perverted
2: thoughts. He definitely was.
0: Yeah. Let's see, what's next? Who else? Who else this week? Um, Oh, this one's funny. This is a a state senator out of Washington. He's a Republican, and he decided that he would just open carry in another country, you know, China.
2: Oh, that's a smart move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. U.S. state senator has been charged with possessing arms without a license after he was found with a revolver at a Hong Kong airport. (laughs) Jeff Wilson, a Republican senator from Washington state, appeared at the Shenzhen magistrate's court on Monday following his Saturday arrest. He was released on a cash bail of uh, HK 20,000 uh, and ordered to hand over his travel documents and not to leave Hong Kong.
2: Oh, that's embarrassing. Why do Republicans keep doing this? Why do they think like, think, oh, it's a security. I'm going to carry a gun. What about my second
0: amendment rights? So like,
2: much privilege that they
1: yeah. don't even think about it.
0: Yeah. It stopped when you got on the airplane and the airplane hit the ocean, <clears> dummy. <throat> you, you, That's an American thing. You don't just carry it around as a badge in other countries to let you break laws. You're not a fucking diplomat, you moron. Uh, anyway.
1: me, i could have the confidence of a white male republican right no doubt could do anything
0: no doubt uh sing tao daily reported that wilson as well as his wife and two men who were with him uh got into an altercation with reporters who took photos of him as he was leaving the courthouse the police were called and with wilson's group demanding reporters delete the photo saying wilson had not consented to being photographed again you're in another fucking country you moron you don't, you don't have the same rights you have when you are home abusing and trying to take away those rights from other people that you don't like. Dipshit. You don't have those. You don't have the consent to being photographed? Don't be a public figure doing dipshit in public, dummy. <laughs> Think about it, you fucking idiot. You don't have the same rights that I do because you... Well, actually, you and I were about the same because... I'm out in public making a nuisance of myself, as is dipshit, <laughs> you know? So you're going to take pictures of me out in the world? There's not fuck all I can do about it. You know, take pictures of my kids and we're going to have a chat, but more or less, you have no rights, idiot. Carrying arms without a license is punishable by up to 14 years in jail and a fine of 100,000 HK. Uh, but cases heard at magistrates' courts see a maximum jail term of two years for a single offense. I still think it'd be fucking funny if he had to do two years in a Hong Kong it'd jail. Be yeah, it'd be hilarious. Awesome. Yep, I would definitely, definitely send him uh, copies of Playgirl uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, some plus size lingerie. <laughs> just cause, like you do that. You do that when your friends go into boot camp. Do you? And the drill sergeant will just have the best day of his goddamn life. (laughs) He will, uh, really. You know? But I don't know what happens when you do that to somebody in a Chinese prison.
1: No, should find out.
0: I totally want (laughs) to. Absolutely want to. Okay. Uh, That's this segment. When we get back to the other side, people and things. um, Starts off, starts off pretty, pretty bleak. Gets a little more bleak. Gets even more bleak. (laughs) And then I hopefully have a happy one at the end for you leave you with a smile. Sound good? Mm -hmm. We'll see. Sound good? Sounds good. We'll see you in a minute.
2: Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
0: This week on the world's greatest comic book podcast, the gang talks about dead friends. <laughs> See what I did there? (laughs) What's going on with Marvel's Daredevil? When are we going to see the Fallout TV series? How come I can't dress up as Barbie? And what's David Tennant got to do with old-fashioned Doctor Who? We've got people writing graphic novels, we've got some Star Trek, some Star Wars, and something special resurrecting from the land of Vertigo. What is it? There's only one way to tell, and that's to listen to the world's greatest comic book podcast available. At thecomicbookpodcast.com, Stitcher. Oh no, Stitcher's dead. Spotify? Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, until that goes away here in a few minutes. iTunes? iTunes? Yeah, you can get them all there. Wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Is
2: where you can find us.
0: Yes. You're a lazy, gutless, pointless waste of worker skin. Mike Johnson wants you to be out there working. Well, private equity billionaire Steven Schwartzman doesn't think office workers worked hard enough during COVID-19. Uh, Schwartzman is the CEO of Blackstone. He is estimated uh, to be worth around $32 billion told a crowd of investors... Okay, look, if there is any part of this sentence that's coming up that you find startling, we need to sit down and have a talk about how the real world works. Okay? Okay. 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 Uh Schwartzman told a crowd of investors at a ritzy Saudi Arabia conference known as Davos in the Desert that people who worked remotely during the pandemic didn't work as hard regardless of what they told you. Of course, many Americans would argue they never worked harder. Parents often had to juggle near constant Zoom meetings and Slack messages while simultaneously helping kids whose schools were shut. Other folks had to take care of babies and toddlers whose daycares were closed or help elderly family members uh, who were quarantining with them to catch up on work. A lot of parents ended up having to work late, start early, put in extra hours on the weekends. Americans in particular reported spikes in stress levels during covid One third of U.S. adults reported experiencing stress, anxiety and great sadness that was difficult to cope with by themselves, a significantly higher proportion than in other countries. Um, Schwartzman addressed uh, remote work on Tuesday in the context of the impact on commercial real estate market, where Blackstone has significant exposure as a major real estate investor. Quote. During the pandemic, people got used to staying at home. It was actually more profitable for them to stay at home because, one, they didn't work as hard, regardless of what they told you. Second, they didn't spend money to commute. They can make their lunch at home. They don't have to buy expensive clothes, so their incomes are higher. Yeah! Tell oh. me! Yeah. All that stuff at the end. Yes. Because you don't pay a living wage, you twat waffle. Was oh, that a line?
2: No, it wasn't. It wasn't
0: nearly a bad enough insult. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: Yeah, the official name of the conference held in Saudi Arabia is the Future Investment Initiative. Or Fee... Yeah, I made fun of you. Suck it. They can't all be golden. (laughs) Anyway... I'm sorry. I just, what do you do when a joke bombs out hard? <laughs> you know, I'm in a room with people that love me and I got nothing. So I could just imagine people in their cars like, fuck it, pal. What's the matter with you? Um. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. They invested heavily in real estate. Turns out we're all better at doing what we do uh, on our own terms, whether that's going in or staying home. Where are you the most comfortable you know, I got more shit done during COVID than I have in my entire fucking life. More. And I was sick. It felt like the whole time. Yeah. I know we weren't, but boy, it certainly felt like it we did were. did feel like it. Yeah. I just, these rich dudes that don't go to work or when they go to work, they just kind of wander around and cause problems.
1: For me, if working from home feels like I'm. Ne- I never stop working. Yeah. It's just a constant, I wake up, I'm working until I fall asleep at night. Yeah.
0: Especially
2: when you don't have like an area separate from, like an office area separate from where you, yes like you your house, walk away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like this joyous room. Yep. Yay. It's tight in here. <laughs> it's it, rough. It is. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, Hamas has sent a delegation to Moscow for talks on foreign hostages in Gaza. Russia says it discussed evacuation of Russian and other foreign citizens with a group led by uh, Musa Abu Marzuk. Senior Hamas delegations traveled to Moscow to meet the Russian foreign ministry officials in the organization's first high-profile international visit since it launched uh, a raid in southern Israel on 7th of October, killing an estimated 1,400 people and taking 220 hostage. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the article that wasn't locked when I picked it is locked now. So, I mean, we'll basically just talk about what's going on right now. Um, collective punishment is the phrase that is, that is, I believe, part of the... Um, the uh, are you going to do a thing and make me look like an idiot? God damn it. So the delegation was confirmed by representatives and by Russia, and a photo showed the three men meeting at a Russian foreign ministry in Moscow. Abu Marzuk, a member of the Political Bureau of Islamic Resistance Movement Hamas, is in Moscow, said the Russian foreign ministry in a statement. Contact with him took place in pursuit of the immediate release of foreign hostages held in the Gaza Strip. Issues related to ensuring the evacuation of Russian and other foreign citizens from the territory of Palestine uh, enclave were discussed. Why? Well, Russia's headed into Ukraine. You've got Iran giving weapons to Hamas. You've got Russia giving weapons to Iran and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's in the same goddamn dog run at this point, back and forth with Hamas with Iran, and with Russia. Of course, of course they're going to meet with them, and of course they're going to be cool about it, and of course they're going to let him go. And of on course the they're not going to punch them in the throat. the
2: that they join the, the three-day invasion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> the whole thing is a fucking mess. And right now you've got... I literally heard a guy on TV say that high-altitude bombings were surgical strikes, even though they were killing civilians, because Hamas was using the civilians as cover, as human shields. And so, you know, of course, of course they blow up the civilians that are being used as human shields. Mm-hmm. And I remember the the lady that was talking to him was like, okay, so crazed gunman has your mom, you know, is holding a gun to her head. The cops are there, they've got their guns pointed at the two of them, and they just decide out of nowhere to shoot through your mom to take out the bad guy. You cool with that then? He's like, of course not. It's like, oh, so just when it's people you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, Collective punishment is against international law. And that's what's going on. Gaza is walled off. People cannot get in and out without permission from a couple of different countries, including Israel. And Israel's like, leave town. And all that means is go down south where we haven't started really bombing as much as we're bombing up north. No, you can't have any food. No, you can't have any water. No, you can't have any food, uh, fuel. You know, no, you can't have any medicine. We talked about it a couple weeks ago and it was 22 trucks that managed to get in for over 2 million people. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. God, we have a humanitarian crisis just right there. The worst part is they want to eradicate Hamas. Great. I think it's a good idea. You know, I mean, it won't work. It never has worked. I mean, the fucking ISIS is still running around. Fucking Al Qaeda still exists. No, they're not as strong as they were, but they will be because mm-hmm. we take our eye off the ball, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, it's it's I don't. I understand the thirst for revenge that Israel has right now. I absolutely understand it. I'm wired that way, you know, but to get to whoever it is, I need revenge upon. I would never plow through a fucking crowd on the sidewalk to do it ever, you know, and that's just sort of the big, deep breath we need to be taken. And I know that Biden's working very quietly so as to not give the Republican shit to talk about you know to get that humanitarian aid in as you proved by the 2224 trucks you know and that uh, from the from the white house from the oval office it's everybody slow down think about what you're doing before you do it however on an article i didn't pick this week turns out that the guys in the state they're in the in in department of defense our generals are like here's how you win and it is not clean and it is not easy you know and i get it that's your job your job you know when you're the fucking three-star general has basically been how to kill and how to win while killing your entire life so that's how you're wired that way so we've got a lot of contradictory advice headed in in disparate directions and i just have a feeling this is just going to get so fucking awful this is just going to be this is going to be something that we look back upon when I'm probably near death, you know, and people are going to try and use it as a cautionary tale, and they're going to be told that they're un-American and shut up. Because that's what we do. When people give warnings, we mock them. However, mocking people, not always bad. Sometimes, quite good. Fulfilling. Feels nice. It just kind of depends on the situation. It's like a tickle.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
0: Ron DeSantis claims he sent military equipment to Israel. Israel is like, the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Ron DeSantis. Let's try this. Did it work? It worked. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. I got to
0: read all the words.
2: I'll do it later. That's what it said. Yep.
0: Ron DeSantis is receiving pushback from Israeli diplomats, Florida Democrats, and the White House after he falsely claimed... Or, as those of us not paid by the word call it, after he lied Yes. After he lied about running a gun running operation to assist Israel's military operations in Gaza. So he's basically what, dude, you're pulling from the fucking National Guard and shipping it over to Tel Aviv? What the fuck? What okay. Let's move on. The Florida governor in 2024 presidential hopeful, (laughs) oh my God, you could drop a brick, it wouldn't fall as fast as his (laughs) poll numbers, Um, declared on Thursday that he had worked with Israel's council general in Miami to send military equipment, including drones, body armor, and helmets. His office, according to Reuters, said it had worked to, quote, get weapons and ammunition to Israel through private parties, end quote, as part of his high profile rescue operation. Uh, the operation involved sending humanitarian supplies on chartered planes and returning from Israel uh, hundreds of U.S. citizens who wanted to come home following the Hamas attacks. His boast, however, started to unravel when uh, Israel's consul general told the news agency that he had not asked for help; that the governor's involvement was limited to uh, smoothing paperwork requirements for a previously arranged shipment of rifle parts ordered by his government. <laughs> I am not aware and would find it very, very bizarre to think that someone is procuring weapons and sending it to Israel. This is not how we work and certainly not private funded.
2: <laughs> this lowly governor in Florida.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. Saving
2: the world.
0: Oh, oh, there was video of him this morning. Um, and the lifts in his boots. Oh, my God. So he's got so his high. wedges he's where he this,
2: bends forward like a woman.
0: He's got the three inch heels and yeah. then he's definitely got a two inch wedge. Yeah, yeah, you know, in there,
2: somebody should kick his ankle. And so he was coming
0: at his boots at such an angle that his toes were pulled back from where they go in the boot. Yeah, and every time he took a step, his boot would like fold. Oh my god, fold, Ugh. fold. Someone
2: should kick like the ankle part of the boot where it would make him fall. Yeah, because of the wedges.
0: I mean, look. Yes, Truman killed an awful lot of people with the bomb, and so sometimes we look back on Truman and we go, huh. That was a lot of people you killed with the bomb, Mr. Truman. Mm -hmm. But he was short, and he had no fucking problem with it. (laughs) Whereas you got DeSantis over here with the goofiest voice of anybody to run for president since, frankly, Jimmy Carter. You know, just think about it. Just put that voice in your head. Yeah. Can you imagine Jimmy Carter talking about some of the problems with social media that we have today (laughs) at a press conference? No, you can't. Because that dude was a drawl. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love Jimmy Carter. He's the best of us. Mm-hmm. He is what Jesus wanted us to be. You know? If you believe that sort of thing. The Jesus part. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Where did we get to on this? Um. Okay, so... Uh, DeSantis made a hardline support of Israel a prominent part of his flailing campaign for Republican presidential nomination, pledging to turn away Palestinian refugees if he was in the White House, expelling uh, 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 pro-Palestine student groups for Florida's university campuses. He's called for a special session of the Florida legislature for early next month to approve state sanctions on Iranian businesses and interests. That's actually pretty fucking cool. Do that. Absolutely do that. Oh, wait a minute. It turns out that it's illegal for Americans to do business with Iran right now and has been since, I believe, the late 70s. Mm. So all you're doing is messaging, you tool. Oh, what a waste of space. Um, critics accuse him of acting as if he were president, operating a de facto foreign policy from the governor's mansion in Tallahassee. It's not under his purview. Quote, President Biden is the commander-in-chief of our military, not Ron DeSantis, end quote. Nikki Fry, (laughs) chair of the Florida Democratic Party. As a Navy veteran, Ron should understand the importance of respecting the chain of command. This is a gross breach of norms and a potential violation of federal laws governing governing the shipment of weapons.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: John Kirby, Strategic Communications Director for the National Security Council, told reporters at the White House on Thursday that he could not be certain DeSantis had, quote, checked all the boxes. It's not illegal for the governor of a state to offer a measure of foreign assistance to another country, but there are laws and regulations which govern how the export process is handled. That's all done through commerce. I couldn't speak with any authority today about whether the governor has checked all those boxes or not. That's pretty good. So, debt activists, this is the happy part I'm leaving you guys with. You ready?
2: Yeah, Finally. Okay. <laughs>
0: Granted, they didn't help me at all. Me either. I would really, really like to figure out how to get onto one of those gravy trains.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, since the government's done three rounds of forgiveness and skipped me every time.
2: Every
1: time.
0: But this is when debt activists have bought out the student debt balances held by nearly all of the attendees of a historically black college for a penny on the dollar and then canceled it entirely. Last Monday, a debtor's union called the Debt Collective announced that in collaboration with its sister organization, the Rolling Jubilee Fund, it had bought nearly $10 million of debt in collections from Morehouse College for a mere $125,000, little more than a penny on the dollar. Morehouse College is a historically black men's liberal college uh, in Atlanta, whose alumni include notable figures like Martin Luther King Jr., With the college's permission, the Debt Collective then released all of the debt, eliminating the balances of uh, 2,777 accounts from the fall 2002 term and earlier, no strings attached. This was made possible in part by the fact that the debt was owned by the college and not the federal government. Cancellation allows borrowers to access their transcripts and receive their diplomas without thousands of dollars of debt looming over them. I have a problem getting my information from University of Colorado. Uh, Because I owe them money, you know, Hmm. and so they they would not release my transcripts the last time I needed them, which was very, very annoying. You know, yeah, they can. They can hold you hostage. It's stupid. Yep. It's like it was like a a dead stop. It was like running into a brick wall uh, on career advancement because you need those. Yeah. You need those to to give to HR directors that just should look at how much work you've done and not worry about where the fuck you went to school 30 fucking years ago. Look at you, Gloria! (laughs) Fucking Gloria. (laughs) Oh! oh. Boy, she pissed me off. Yep. Uh, Finally had to get the president of the corporation that I was working for to call the school admissions office and convince one of the guys working there, one of the fucking students, to just look and tell him if I had gone. And the guy's like, I really can't do that. Yeah, he was totally here. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's just not something we can Ridiculous. do with this. It looks like he had a 3.8. I <sighs> did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That point two. that point two. I was drinking. That's what that was. <laughs> I had a rule. I had a rule. We are now leaving the news portion of our show and going on to the awkward part before I do the Patreon part, and then we end. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> what well, was your rule? My rule was, is I would go to school. Mm-hmm. I would do my best to hit that first early, early morning class. Yeah. You know, and I hit almost every time. Some of the time it was because I was still awake. No. Um and I and so I'd go to all my classes throughout the day and then I'd go back to where I was living. I would do my fucking homework and then I could do whatever I wanted to poison myself. I you know, I could debauch myself to any degree I wanted as long as I stopped at one o'clock in the morning. That's fair. That was my rule. That was my weeknight rule. Weekend rules. There were no
2: rules. No rules. (laughs)
0: No rules. Uh, but, you know, what and it worked, man. My grade point average was up. My classes got done. You know, I didn't really have a problem. The best was uh, was film classes, mm-hmm. you know, because you could do that as your last piece of homework. Maybe take a sip or two along the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe <laughs> I don't consider that cheating. But, yeah, that worked out for me. And it was weird how quickly I did it. You know, I made a deal with myself and then I stuck to the deal. I've made other deals with myself and then told myself to go fuck myself.
2: Hey, me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Most of the deals. Like going to the gym.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. We did really good for three weeks. No, we
2: didn't. We really did. I believe Tiffany. We
1: didn't. We went like three times.
0: We went more than three times. We went way more than three times. Once a week. Because I remember every fucking movie that was on. (laughs) And one time it was the same movie twice. Look, they got a dark room with treadmills of all different sizes and varieties, and they I play know. a big movie. Yeah, I dig it. That's I go in before I do anything else, and I walk at least a mile. Mm-hmm. You know, and and when I lose some more weight and can actually jog without hurting myself, I'll jog a mile. But yeah, I do that. That's my warm up, and then I go out and play with weights and stuff. And but yeah, no, we didn't we didn't do a great job. You're right. I'm thinking back. There was only about five or six movies that I saw. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. We
1: need to. Okay.
0: Maybe I'll resurrect Fat Camp. Let's do it. Can make it a competition, and then I'm, I'm on board. Absolutely. All right, gang. Uh, thanks for listening. What we're going to do now is we're going to run over to Patreon. Uh, you can join us at patreon.com slash media d-e-f-e-n-media. Uh, every week that we record, we drop special content there for our Patreon patrons. It's not very expensive. And uh, it is a lot more fun than you could possibly imagine.
2: Sometimes, <laughs>
0: sometimes it sucks, but it's only because of the news. We're always delighted. Yeah, we are. Oh, s- yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. we're
0: all a bunch of happy. So, in the meantime, I will thank Tiffany. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. For I will thank me.
0: Taylor. Thank you.
1: Always.
0: We're on our way to Patreon, so let's all do what the British lady says.
2: If you've made it this far, you might as well join us on Patreon. patreoncom D-Fen Media. This episode and more always available at www.theleftshow.com. <laughs>